Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for being here on High Vibe In It. You're listening to your host, Kelsey Aida, inspirational blogger, author, and coach, I guess I helped An you. awesome lady. <laughs> An awesome lady, according to Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I help people to live their best life by owning their power and mastering their emotions and manifesting their desires and loving the crap out of themselves. And Miss Lindsay Robinson is my awesome co-host who's also, what do you call me? A lovely lady. An awesome lady. <laughs> An awesome lady. Yes. And, <laughs> and I dive deep into people's subconscious minds yes. and help them create their lives through removing limiting beliefs. And I'm kind of introducing myself to Emily because we have an amazing guest today. So in a nutshell, yes, we both, Kelsey and I, help people live their best damn life and own their power and realize how awesome they always were in various ways. And enter our guest who does Hi. <laughs> Well, I'm just so honored to be here and be in the energy of you both. You both are vibrating so high and it's just, well, it's perfect. It's actually no pun intended for this episode, right? right? I'm vibing it. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, I do something very similar. I think that we are all meant to be on this call, actually, um, because I help people extract their gifts from a lot of the pain that they've experienced in their life and use it to serve and develop a business by doing that. So utilizing a lot of the stuff that just we've moved through um, and really put a process around it to help other people and serve. Yes. Beautiful. Transformation. Yep. Mastery. I love it. Also, if you guys didn't catch her name, it's Emily Thomas, and she's joining us for the next 45 minutes, hour, however long it takes to talk about a few different things. Um, so Emily has a family and a business, just like Lindsay. Um, I guess I don't have a family with kids yet, but I have my little family, me and my boyfriend yeah. and my business. So we wanted to kind of dive into like how to find more balance and harmony and create that in your life. Cause I think that's something we're all working towards, especially if you're working from home more than you used to be and things of that nature. And also um, we're going to talk to Emily today about how can we learn to trust ourselves more? Cause I've noticed in my coaching practice and just in general, this question keeps coming up like, Oh, I want to trust myself more, but I don't know how. Um, so we're going to work on some tips and tricks for healing that today too. So Emily, if you don't mind by just giving everyone a brief little intro into how you got into this work, maybe your story, and then we can dive into like the how to's. Oh, for sure. Well, again, thank you so much for having me on. I, it's just an honor to be here. Um, my story really starts off, um, just from a child, I was a, uh, my parents used to call me the, the Pied Piper because I used to be <laughs> so, the kids used to be so attracted to me. Um, and I loved working with children. And 
I knew from a, a young age that I wanted to be a school teacher. And so I went that route. I went to college. I got my credential. I was a school teacher. I taught, you know, kindergarten and fifth grade. And at the time, I didn't even have the language around it to understand why I really loved teaching. But now I see that the reason I love to, to work with children is because I like to show them what was possible. I like to get creative on helping them understand new concepts, new beliefs, new ways of you know taking on the world um, without the pressures of, of a lot of societal things that we're really pushing on people to know, but like allowing them to explore it themselves. So I loved that aspect about teaching. But I also loved uh, really working with people in general. And I didn't realize that until um, I was approached randomly by somebody um, when I was down in San Diego, living in San Diego teaching, uh, who said, you know, he saw me <clears throat> socializing in a park and he was like, <laughs> he's like, Emily, uh, you should be in medical device sales. Like you have something special. And I was <laughs> at the time I like, that's very specific. <laughs> Well, okay. So I was like, what this is, he actually said pharmaceutical or medical device. And at the time I was like one track mind teacher mode. So I had no idea what it meant. And I was, I'm even embarrassed to admit that now that I had no idea what even that was. Um, but I went home that night and I started learning about like, okay, what, is, what, what this career actually looks like. And he said, you know, just, if you're open to it, give me a call. And, um, you know, if you, if you want to learn more about it, then, you know, reach out. And so, I've always been in the mindset of why not, you know, like you have nothing to lose. You can always learn something. So I did a little research. I found out a little bit more about Pfizer and I searched for the big companies and learned a little bit what they do. And then I, um, and then I just gave him a call. I said, Hey, why not? You know, I'm, I'm excited to learn about something new. And he said, really? Well, uh, <laughs> you have, um, you know, if you're in San Diego, we're, we're having our national sales meeting down in a uh, seaport village at the Hyatt. Uh, if you want to come by and again, something within me was like, why not <laughs> me with the whole teacher background, zero sales experience. I doctored up a, uh, resume that only had teaching on it and sat myself in the lobby for their breakout sessions. Um, and you know, I'm going somewhere with this, but, um, <laughs> so I, I met with every, these people, these random people that I had no idea who they were, uh, just learning about the industry. And um, the people that I was mingling with, it really brought out an essence within me, again, that reminded me a lot of the teaching and working with a lot of, a lot of people that I, I work with today is everybody has a story. Everybody has a background. And it's so incredible once you break through those barriers that we all have on the ins on the outside right where we can actually see that there's a commonality between all of us so even if they were in the medical industry and i was a teacher i was able to find some commonalities to connect with people on a way that allowed me to rise to the occasion and and really speak to their business which i had no idea what i was talking about but the experience lended itself so well to my personal growth because I stepped out of my comfort zone. I had no idea what I was doing, but these people became lifelong friends that helped me get my first medical device job. And I was in medical device sales for 10 years. Um, loved, loved, loved the profession. Um, I really was, um, you know, really successful because I approached it with such a teaching mentality and educating the doctors, the physicians, the, you know, the C-suite about 
how to provide best, best patient care. And after 10 years um, of, you know, <laughs> the rat race, some might call it, um, I, I was raised to be very, um, you know, athletic and really have a very strong work ethic. And I think that those are very, very solid qualities, but I also feel like with those qualities, you can sometimes ignore the subtleties that the cues that your body gives off um, and, you know, the spiritual side of things too. And I didn't realize that, um, you know, after 10 years, something was so missing for me. I had everything on paper, but I felt so empty. I was silently suffering. I felt like I was so disconnected from myself, my relationships. Things were just not where I wanted them to be. And I felt guilty for even saying that. You know, I felt guilty for admitting it. I felt guilty for, you know, because I felt like I had everything that I had ever wanted. But then something happened. Actually, this is what happens, right? The universe will intervene if you don't pay attention, right? So I had the interview, I had the interventions that forced me to pay attention because Lord knows I was about to just, you know, put pedals to the metal and let things bygones be bygones, let things be, you know, still fight my way through, make my quota, make, make the dollars, all this stuff. Um, but then I just realized, you know, I have to pay attention. And really one of those, I, a couple of things happened. It had to be a, a couple of things, of course, for me to pay attention. But one of those really big significant things was um, I developed an eating disorder because, and I didn't even realize it. I didn't even put the language around it because I was like, oh no, that can't be me. Um, but I would either eat a ton, like go to Taco Bell and order enough for a family, <laughs> or I'd eat nothing, you know? And I would, I would also starve my body of sleep. I deprive myself of, you know, any self-love. Um, so that disconnection just kept growing further and further and further. And I didn't even know who I was anymore. You know, it was unrecognizable. And when you're in that space of, of not knowing who you are, how are you supposed to approach the world? How are you supposed to find relationships that are, you know, beneficial for both parties? How are you going to show up for your friendships, for your family? Um, and so I saw this compounding effect happen around me and I knew I needed to make a change. So I know I'm <laughs> taking forever to answer your question, but um, from that point, it allowed me to really um, do something that was very uncharacteristic where I was, I remember the exact moment I was sitting in my living room in Santa Monica um, and I booked a one-way ticket to Bali by myself. <laughs> and I had never been to Bali. I didn't know where I was going to stay. I didn't know who I was going to be with. I didn't know a single thing. Um, but something greater than me came inside my body and kind of took over. The, the keys were typing. It just came over me. I had no plan. I didn't even take off time work, time from work. And I just, I just went for it. And a lot of times people say, oh, you know, that you pray love thing. Oh, you know, the vacation, you just escaped but it was so farther from the truth for me. Like I was, I went there and I did the dirty work. I did the deep, 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 deep inner work with the shadow. Uh, a lot of it was really painful. Um, actually, majority of it was very painful. Um, a lot of it was just rediscovering who I was, peeling back that layer, the layers of the onion of, okay, is this something I really want to be? Is this something I don't want to be? Is this something I learned? Is this what society wants me to look like? Um, and then using that, you know, that really, really powerful tool that we all have to discern between what we really want to be and what we've been told we want to be. 
so I kind of pieced the puzzle back together and decided who I really wanted to be. And that, that was a process. I took hours and hours of meditation, of mentorship, of deep diving into the shadow, deep diving into the person I, I wanted to be. And, you know, as a result, that, that helped me really elevate my vibration. But the byproducts of all of that, um, without me really manifesting something, like saying, oh, I really want, you know, a million this gets good. This work gets good, guys. <laughs> all this stuff started happening for me. I manifested my husband. I manifested my daughter. I manifested two businesses. Um, I manifested some of the best friends of my entire life. Um, and it was just, it was this most incredible thing because I became in alignment with the person I was meant to be. Hey, just want to take a second to talk about our sponsor, Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy, and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. They are awesome. I love them because they have ingredients that are pre-measured, perfectly portioned, measured sauces, dressings, and spices so that you can get more flavor in less time. Really helps me out cooking with three kids. And Green Chef also offers contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking. Meal plans include vegan, vegetarian, paleo, and keto. So it's really awesome. One of the other reasons why we love Green Chef is because it's one of the most sustainable meal kits out there, offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box. Green Chef is convenient and easy. They do all the prep work for you. So if you're trying to cook more at home, I know a lot of us are stuck at home. This is a super, super great option. And of course, because we love you, we have a very awesome discount code for you. Lindsay, tell them what it is. Yeah, guys, if you want to take advantage of this, go to greenchef.com slash vibin80 to get $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. That is greenchef, G-R-E-E-N, chef.com slash vibin80 and get $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping. Yes, on your and first box. use the coupon code vibin80 and that's what's going to get you the $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Yay. So go check it out. You guys are going to love it. And we love you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> so thank you for okay. listening to all that. <laughs> I'm so inspired freaking by your story. Well, the first thing that kind of struck me was you now identify that you had an eating disorder. You were so disconnected in your own words, so disconnected. And you just kept making that gap bigger um, until one day you were just like, I can't do this anymore. And I see clients all the time. Can't, what if I can't reconnect? What if I can't come back? And I, I want to speak on that for a second because it's so common for people to feel like after everything that's happened to me, everything I've done, everything that I now take responsibility for, what if I can't? So can you just give a nugget of like, cause I know you must've felt that too. Like, what if I can't, what if this is too much? Um, what would you say to them? I think one of the hardest things to actually do is just surrender. And I think, um, whether it's, it doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, the universe, if it's God, if it's, you know, whatever, if it's you, it's just knowing that you are held, that you are, you are an angelic being of light, you know, a soul wrapped in skin here for a reason. And no matter what you do, you are perfect the way you are. So without seeking 
your purpose in life, you're already perfect. So I think just recognizing that you're already here and just being alive is a gift takes off that pressure, you know, from actually pushing, pushing, pushing and saying, oh, well, what if it doesn't work? And once you just ease into that and surrender and say, I am, I'm healthy, I'm a human, I'm alive. And from here on out, everything that happens is my choice because I get to decide Perfect. to really create my destiny. Then it becomes a lot more fun and enjoyable. <laughs> you get to have fun with it, right? You get to create your life. You get to be the co-creator, right? And, it's, and it takes that external pressure off of expectations, right? And so that's what I would recommend. I love it. And the other thing that stuck out to me is you, without, as you said, without trying, this beautiful alignment that you've created for yourself kind of flowed into your, I guess the best way I would put it is like what your soul knew you needed and what your soul knew was the path for you. So you manifested the marriage, you manifested your daughter, you manifested the career in such a, to correct me if I'm wrong, in such a more perfect way than you ever could have planned it out. Yeah. True? Absolutely. And that happens all the time. I just think yeah. it's so beautiful that you brought light to that because once you get right with you and you feel right with you, dude, freaking magic. So it's awesome. And I think some, that's really important that you say this too, because I think sometimes we get so hyper-focused on manifesting. I'm manifesting, yeah. husband. I'm manifesting losing 10 pounds. I'm manifesting a Range Rover, whatever it is. And we lose sight of the gift of the process. And sometimes we have to realize that what's coming for us is way better than we can even imagine. So it's that, again, that act of surrendering even further and just saying, okay, whatever is coming is going to be great because I'm doing my part. I'm elevating myself. Yes. I'm meditating. I'm doing the breath work. I'm, and you know what? That's the other part too, is that there's so many different modalities. Like you can do breath work. You can run, you can surf, you can do whatever really builds you up. So really settling into the emotion of what gives you light and what helps you feel elevated. So a lot of times people say like, you know, this is the recipe for elevating your, your vibration. And I think that there's definitely some truth to that, but I also feel like it's unique. We're each unique. You got to find yours. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, if that means that you go for a walk or you, you're cooking, you love cooking, or you love spending time with your grandma, you know, whatever that is for you, just really tune into that emotional body and see what brings you light. And I think because I was a teacher, I do see that there's such a lack of yeah. education around understanding your emotions of really feeling the emotions all the way through. Um, so often we are pushed in a way that we, um, like even, even what's going on in politics right now or the COVID, you know, a lot of us haven't been taught how to feel our emotions. We've been taught to avoid that any yes. bad feeling is actually, we should push it away and we mm -hmm. should, we should really hide from that. That's not normal. We should always be happy. And in reality, us always being happy is actually unrealistic and not true right? By, yeah. by reaching for Netflix or reaching for food or, or using sex or alcohol to avoid, we're only exacerbating the problem. So mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of my work too, is really understanding the emotion, really, really feeling 
feeling what it feels like sometimes to feel the fear, feeling what it feels like to be a failure, like feeling the the bad stuff too. But it's all important because that's the whole emotional spectrum. Because when you feel the dark stuff, like what I did in Bali, it allows you to experience the light and appreciate the light, right? Yeah. And I think it's important that you find your own thing. Also speaking back to what you said about taking the pressure off yourself, like, isn't it just more fun to follow what brings you joy? And that's it. (laughs) Like, of course, yes, take action. Of course, you know, do your best. But like the main ingredient to get right with you is just remember what makes you happy. Remember what truly brings you joy and just freaking do more of it. (laughs) And it feels good. And it really is. It can be that easy, you know? It's so true. And we like to overcomplicate everything. Yes. And Kelsey, I know you want to say stuff. Why don't you go? (laughs) She's been sitting here in silence waiting for my moment. Um, Yeah, I love where this conversation is going because isn't it so true that manifesting is really just the game of alignment? Mm. Everybody thinks, oh, it's about visualizing. Oh, it's about this. Oh, it's about that. I mean, those are small parts of it. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you're going to get to where you want to go by coming into alignment with yourself, with your values, with your preferences, with your boundaries, with your highest potential, with your healing, with your energy. Like it's really about you coming home. And that's when you can really experience life to the fullest. And like a side effect of that being well, I don't really feel so obsessed about cars and money and houses and things anymore because I actually feel fucking great. And then it just also just comes along because you wanted it before and now you're finally in alignment to have it and boom, there it is, cherry on top. But you don't make your whole life about manifesting stuff and things because I think a lot of people's spiritual journeys start that way. They're like, I want this, I want that. Oh, I can manifest it. I'm the creator of my own reality. Let's dive into this rabbit hole. And then you go all egocentric into like me, 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 creating all this stuff, yada, yada. But it's like, at the end of the day, that's going to lead you to a healing journey because you have to come into alignment with someone who can hold space for those things and actually appreciate them and enjoy them. So yeah, yeah. I just wanted I love to how you said that, that correlation. I think that that's so powerful too. I think that there's so much um, truth to the fact that, you know, you can, it's a gateway into so many different things, right? So even if, even if there is a little bit of ego involved initially, that's okay. I know yeah. sometimes like people get into um, yoga because they want to wear the yoga gear or they want to like, you know, but then when they drop into that really deep meditation for the first time yes. and they're like, Oh shit, this is it. Like, hey, I, I think what it's about, you know, whatever it is to get you there, like all for it. You know what I mean? No judgment on any parts. And I think that that's so beautiful how well you just put that because, um, a lot of times we like to judge, you know, Hey, like, Oh, they're, they're in it for the wrong reasons. Oh, they're manifesting that. Hey, you know what? Everyone is on their own journey. We're all at different paces. And I think that's all Uh, a part of the journey too, like, like appreciating everyone else's journey. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that, um, you know, just to speak a little bit more about like the self-trust aspect. Um, Mm -hmm. I think what comes to mind is when we are in that space where, um, we're being asked to, to really come into alignment. So the first question that comes to mind is, okay, so how do I know when I'm out of alignment and how do I get into alignment. And a lot of the alignment piece starts with trusting yourself because, and and getting to know like who it is you are. And that can be sometimes the hardest part, right? So how do we really 
unpack that in a way that's productive, right? So it's not just opening a can of worms where you're like, oh shit, what am I looking at here? <laughs> Instead, it's like, how can I look at this in a way that's going to be helpful to myself and helpful to others? So one of the best ways and a couple of ways that I like to develop more self-trust and the more self-trust that you create, that creates more alignment, right? So that's what we're all coming back to, right? And when you, and you know, just as Kelsey said, the alignment creates the manifestation. So it's all this, this chain reaction. So if we're starting from the self-trust piece, I want you to think about trust in the way you, your body remembers things, right? Your body remembers the actions that you've taken. It remembers, um, it, it really takes a tag of, of everything that you've done. It takes tally of, you know, the things that, you know, if you've given birth, it's like, oh gosh, here we go. I got this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, or if you've, you know, you're scared of heights, sometimes you'll, you'll get up into a large building and you'll automatically feel a little bit of anxiety come up. It's because your body remembers things. So what I'm getting at here is I think that a lot of times we want to retrace some instances in the past that have been really productive. So when we can make a list, an inventory list of things that we've done really well, um, you know, that, or maybe you were able to hold space for your friend when she was going through something really challenging you know, really just kind of do a log of all of these beautiful memories that you have done for yourself. Now, this is going to help you with a couple of things. It's going to, one, obviously give you some more tr self-trust because it's going to help you build that bank up. Two, it's also going to help you realize like these might be some of your secret gifts that you have to offer, right? So your, your confidence is already going to start backing up, that up as well. Now, the other side of this is to step into the energy. So this is the second way to, to approach the self-trust is to really step into the energy of having it already, right? So this is a big piece of manifestation as well is, is owning the feeling. So how are you feeling when you are on stage? Are you feeling really powerful? Are you, you know, eloquent with your vocabulary? Are you speaking with conviction. People are in awe there, you know, so you're really feeling the emotion of the event. Um, that is an example of really stepping into that energy. When you're stepping into that energy, you're calling that in immediately. Like you're, you're actually activating a higher version of you to come through. It's all available for you in the quantum field. It's just, you have to step into that action and that space of, of being it and embodying it. And when you're there, you start to develop more self-trust as well because the you're almost faking out the body of being already in it, which adds to the log of you, your body remembering it and putting it into that 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 space of of remembering, if that makes sense. This portion of the show is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there's something that is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp can help. BetterHelp assesses your needs to match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating with them in under 48 hours. So basically, this is your online gateway to receive therapy in the comfort of your own home, online, in a safe, secure portal. You can um, text back and forth or um, 
I know I used to video chat with mine or just talk on the phone um, through BetterHelp with your therapist. So there's lots of different ways to communicate and they have this service available for clients worldwide. So no matter where you are, you can use BetterHelp. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches and they make it easy to do that. And also they make it easy to change counselors if it's not a great fit. You can keep changing around until you find someone who is perfect for you. So Lindsay, tell the people where they can go get their discount for BetterHelp. We have a great discount for you. If you guys want to go to betterhelp.com slash V-I-B-I-N, you get 10% off your first month. Once again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash V-I-B-I-N to get 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Vibin. Go get your discount. Makes perfect you're, sense. You're describing hypnosis, BT dubs. <laughs> well, an aspect of it. So if yeah. you, one of the things that uh, is very successful is taking them through rehearsing, visualizing the event, the goal achievement. So the idea is that if it happens in the subconscious, if it happens in this enhanced state, altered state somewhere, it's happened. Like your body, your mind, as you said, will remember that and will uh, anchor that in as, as, a, as something that actually happened. And so kind of bringing the wheels in motion to draw it to you. So it's interesting that this is, I mean, it's so funny because I'm so like in the hypnosis mind that like when I hear somebody describe those ideas, I'm like, but wait, did you, are you a hypnotherapist too? But it's just so funny because these are such global concepts and such like, um, what there's so many different ways to get the same result is basically what I'm trying to say. But that's so cool that you brought light to that. Like, yes, if it, if it happens, somewhere in your mind. That's why they say it's always created twice, right? Once in the mind and once in reality. So by putting yourself in that immersive experience, yes, you are actually like creating it in some level. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. And a lot of my work is really centered around the mindset and re, mm -hmm. re, rewiring the neural pathways and creating new thought patterns. Yes, so, girl. <laughs> so um, it's really important to look at the old patterns. Again, this is really going back into the subconscious layers of and really identifying, okay, is this something I really want to think on purpose anymore? Or is it something that it's just not really serving me? And then you throw that away, you know, and it's, it becomes this conscious unveiling. And at first, when you first do what I call a thought drop, where you're dropping all these thoughts, doing a mental shower, putting it all on paper, um, and identifying everything without filtering, putting it all on paper, going through and saying, oh gosh, is this serving me? Is this not serving me? Is this something I want to keep? Is this something I want to give away? Um, then you, you start to reveal at the beginning and there's a lot of stuff there, but as you continue to do this, it's just like, you know, your the hygiene for your brain, you allow it, it allows it to kind of release and you don't have as much to kind of dissect as you progress and it becomes more of a habit. Um, and these habits are, are, are really ways to, to give yourself a mental workout, like going to the gym for your brain, you know, you're able to, to see what's really serving you and what's not. And I think it's so important to allow this to contribute to who you are, um, and have this conscious ability to facilitate the, the action to get you where you want to be. So your thoughts will create an action and an emotion and that emotion will contribute to the end result, either desirable or undesirable. So you have a choice. Do you want the result to be desirable or do you not want it to be, or you want it to be where you are right now? Because it's going to take you making a change in where you are. 
And a lot of the time we don't even realize that our brains are innocently working against us, right? You know, we have, um, you know, our prefrontal cortex, it's telling us to stay safe. It's telling us to really exude the least amount of energy as possible. So what does that mean? When you're looking at your brain and looking at these thought patterns that I've been working on repeat and on the subconscious layer that are not, you know, it's, it's not going to be interacting and, and causing a lot of friction. Hey, it's going to be the path of least path of least resistance. So it's going to require you to create a little bit of that friction on purpose, just knowing that it's going to be a little uncomfortable in the beginning. It's like going to the gym. It's going to be a little uncomfortable at first, right? But you don't give up in the first day. You're not going to yeah. get the result you want. Right. So when you go at the brain and looking at the, the mind management in that aspect, knowing it's going to be a little funky and clunky in the beginning, but once you get the hang of it, once you realize that and have that as a precursor, knowing that, okay, it's not going to be comfortable at first, but I'm going to see it all the way through because it's worth it in the end, because the result that I'm aiming for will come once I adjust my mindset. Yeah. It's like that saying of like, what is it? You can't get somewhere new by doing what you've always done. Yeah. True. 100%. Yeah. 100%. What do you do to cultivate more self-trust? Yeah. Oh yeah. You girl. Lindsay. Oh me? Yeah. I was asking you because she was sharing hers. So I was going to ask. I just heard E and I was like, she must. Oh, (laughs) Lindsay, Emily, Kelsey, Lindsay. There's a lot of them. What do I do to what? (laughs) Cultivate self-trust. Cultivate self-trust. Okay. So this has been actually quite a journey for me in the last year. Um, 2020, man, has been a year for sure. Not just for obviously the things that are happening, but I think you and I have had conversations about this a lot. Like people around us, us ourselves are really going through it emotionally, spiritually. Um, And for me, it has really, uh, it's definitely translated to me as like, here's how it feels when you are listening to your intuition, because I really never paid much attention to it, or at least I didn't consciously know that that's what I was doing. You know, I I can't remember a time where I didn't trust myself. And I know it's probably because I just never thought about it before. Um, And, you know, and I suppose in relationships and stuff, I'd be like, should I take him back? Or, you know, like (laughs) those moments, but I know I was just going off a different compass at that point. But for me this year, it's really been like, I, I'm, I know how it feels now when I, when I, when I'm accessing my intuition versus acting out of fear or acting out of the sake of just acting or, you know, some anger or whatever it might be versus inspired action or inspired mm-hmm. feeling. Just this morning, my husband, me and I, him and I were talking and he's been looking for something cause he recently got laid off. And the plan was to retire him anyway. So we're kind of wondering if that's what we should be doing now, but he's very interested in what he could do now. He's got all the time in the world and he's brought a few ideas to me. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, you could, you could do that, whatever. But today he brought an idea that was like in my body, I was like, that's it. That's the thing. And I know the difference now where normally or before, you know, I didn't really, and I can't really tell you like what caused it. I think it's just me allowing myself a few really, really cracked open days. We all know what that feels like. And I, I really had a few of them this year. And I knew even in those moments, like something's happening to me. (laughs) Like I know something's happening to me. I'm just going to ride it out and see what happens. 
Um, and yeah, I guess that's how it translates, but I'm very, it's very specific feeling. And it, it really is just like, I get really excited about it, but I know that sounds lame, but it's the kind of excitement I felt when I started hypnotherapy. It's the kind of excitement I felt when I knew I was supposed to move to California. I mean, I found my family there. So it's like, it's just such, it's such a different feeling. I don't know if that's a sufficient answer. It's just a feeling. And I feel like most of us don't pay attention to that. I didn't for years. I didn't. So just knowing that different vibration between like, Ooh, yeah, this is expansive. I want to follow this one versus yeah, I'm just afraid. So I'm going to do this instead. Or, or, you know, I just don't really have that compass. Now I very, very much do. And I'm learning every day and listening closer every day. But I mean, yeah, I think that for me, it's just I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's so stupid to say it like that, but I just know, you know, you know, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. It, it makes perfect sense. The way you described like using your body to be the compass mm. and tuning yeah. into what feels like a yes. And what feels like a maybe not this time. And just like learning what a hell yeah feels like for you. And then going towards that is like how you're cultivating more. Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, um, and since- I do think that that's important to like focus on the hell yeah because we all have moments where we're like hell yeah, but should I? <laughs> you know, like, right? I you do it all the time. Thoughts get in the way. Yeah, your thoughts get in the way. So like, what would happen if I just followed the hell yeah? Like, what could happen? I don't know. That's just it's just very expansive feeling for me, and so I've learned to just freaking go with it. Why not, man? Why not? Let's just do it. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a muscle too. So like once, like yeah. once you're able to really tune into that and, yeah. and recognize that feeling within you. And it's, again, it's different for everybody, but like with your husband today, I love that example because you are able to really understand, okay, this is it. Yep. Yep. This is great. And, yeah. and then you don't, you know, waver, you know what I mean? So especially in, as an entrepreneur, there can be a lot of shiny objects, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's really important to cultivate self-trust and utilize, and I like to call turn up the dial of your inner wisdom. So imagine that you have a radio in front of you, and that is, you know, the example of your intuition. How can you turn up that dial yeah. full blast, you know, allow a lot of this, I have a meditation that allows us to like de like remove the numbing. Mm-hmm. So, so much of us have been numbed and, and this is, you know, allowing that denumbing process to occur requires a little bit of release, a little bit of surrender to start recognizing the subtleties that are happening within you. Our bodies are so intelligent. They're communicating to us all the time. All the time. Mine's communicating that I need a granola bar, like right now. <laughs> but yes, it is totally, totally. Our bodies and our, yeah. our minds, our bodies, our emotions are constantly trying to tell us something. So just what is it? What if you just listened? What if you just like acknowledged it and was like, hey, what do you need? You know, there's always this trick that I tell people when they, like my kids, especially when they stub their toe or something. I'm like, thank your body for telling you this. Thank you. Thank your mind for sending the signal. You are, you know, that's, it hurts. Acknowledge it. And every single time they're like, thank you, body. I understand it hurts. Thank you. And it goes away. Like, it's like magic to them. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, it doesn't hurt as much. I'm like, see, just wanted to be listened to. That is um, adorable. It's such a cool trick. I swear to God, next time you stub your toe or do something, thank your body for it. And it'll immediately start to diminish because mm. so many times our emotions, our bodies, our minds, we just want to be acknowledged. And as you said it in the very beginning of this episode, we've been taught to just shove it aside, to shove it down you know, what would happen if you just listened? Freaking magic. That's what. 
Yeah. Spoiler, your life's about to get awesome. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, listen to those pains. Yeah. <laughs> listen to all of it. All of all it. All of it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and your emotions are the compass, like yeah. you towards what you desire and what you prefer and what your boundaries are. And I feel like self-trust is really a game of stick, like knowing your values and your preferences and then sticking to them. Because mm -hmm. when you don't live according to your values and your preferences, that's when you betray yourself and that's when you lose your self-trust, mm -hmm. you know, and then once you've done that, you have to do the healing work to come back to a place where you can even start to open up to trusting yourself again. So if you yeah. can just learn your genuine desires and what you actually truly value in your heart and what you really want to experience, and then you constantly do your best to go towards that, that's, I feel like, another way to really build self-trust. And a little exercise I want to share while we're on the topic of self-trust that mm -hmm. I give to my clients a lot is like, something you can do in the beginning is just make really small promises to yourself every day and then fulfill those promises. Like keep your word, be a person of integrity. So if you're like, I'm going to drink an extra two glasses of water today and then you do it, you just put that little two cents into your self-trust jar and now you're that much more self-trusting. And when you do that over and over and over, that's how you can kind yeah. of relearn that you are a trustworthy person and you have your own best interests in mind. I love so, it. So true. Yeah. I like what you said about boundaries and values. And I feel like that's a really good segue into talking about balance because yes. that's the first thing that comes to my mind as how I balance it all is I, I have very specific uh, loving boundaries around each sacred part of my life. Would you agree, Emily? Have you ever thought about your cellular health? No, me neither. Why would we? Because cells are the foundation of our health and make us who we are. And one of the important building blocks of our cells is called NAD, which is vital for things like sleeping, breathing, eating, drinking, you know, only some of the most important stuff that we don't necessarily think about all the time either. The bad news is as we age, our bodies don't make NAD like they used to. And here's the good news. There's a way to boost NAD levels thanks to true niagen. True niagen helps counteract the effects of time on your body by promoting cellular repair. It also helps with healthy aging by supporting cellular function and metabolism to maintain overall health and well-being. True niagen can also help you increase cellular energy. It replenishes the decline in NAD due to stressors such as lack of sleep and overeating so that you can keep up with your active lifestyle. Taking true niagen also helps with cellular defense in the face of stresses such as alcohol consumption or immune stress, which is a form of cellular stress. True niagen has caught the attention of the scientific community with its remarkable ability to boost NAD, and they have over 10 clinical studies to prove it. Give yourselves a boost with true niagen. Right now, new customers can save $20 on a three-month supply by going to trueniagen.com slash vibin. That's T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N dot com slash V-I-B-I-N to save $20 on a three-month supply. trueniagen.com slash vibin. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I think what goes hand in hand with this as well is social media. You know, um, if we are on social media all day long comparing ourselves, 
obviously, oh, not obviously, but more than likely our self-trust, our our self-confidence also starts to diminish a little Mm. bit. I don't know about you, but definitely over here. Um, And so I think boundaries really come in hand when we're looking at social media, not just for ourselves, but for our children as well. Um, And, and just being conscious about what we bring into our energetic field, what we bring into our, you know, protection, like we need to protect ourselves in such a powerful way that allows us to really show up in the way that we need to show up in the world or that we want to show up in the world. So I think one of the best ways to actually create more balance and boundaries in our life is to stay in our lane, right? So, so create a ritual around who you are, what really gives you that energy, what gives you, makes you feel really powerful. So in the mornings, maybe, you know, grabbing a journal and, and writing out what you want, like maybe I call them my batch mornings where I batch out like my Instagram posts or my blog posts or my newsletter, where it comes straight from my soul. I meditate beforehand. I don't look on social media because the moment I look on social media, I start comparing myself. So in, and in a way that's like, it's not um, me criticizing other people. It's like, wow, they're way better than me. I, I, I better not post this. I better not do that. And so the moment that I fall into that pattern, I realize I need to lock myself back into my room, lock it down and say, hey, no, no, we're turning this off. And so those are the ways that I put in boundaries in my personal life and in my professional life that have really helped me with my creative outlets, as well as with the self-confidence and the self-trust as well. Because Again, there's so much out there. You can get lost in it. And I think hiring a coach that can support you, um, that you connect with on a very deep level, um, is the best way to approach business, to take the shortcut, to really get where you want to go, or not just business, but everything, to really use an expert's opinion, use um, hypnotherapy, use different modalities that really will get you where you want to go, and then put boundaries around everything else that's not serving you. Right. And that's how you create more balance in your life. Yeah. I would say that um, when you, when I hear the word balance, I always think about, okay, all, how many hats am I wearing? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm wearing the entrepreneur hat, the business side. I'm also wearing the, the mentor coach, hypnotherapist hat. I'm also wearing the wife hat. I'm also wearing the mom hat. I'm also wearing the gardener hat because I got to, freaking garden that I need to tend to. Okay. Um, but, and then I have my personal like self-care hat. So like, holy crap, that's just an average life of an average person. So when I think about balance, I'm, it sounds like a lot, but I think I don't, you know, little things like I don't answer emails on weekends because as somebody who owns her own business, as all of us here are entrepreneurs, how easy is it to fall into like, I can work whenever I want. So I'm going to work all the time. (laughs) I can't, I can't rest. I can't like let my business sleep because what's going to happen or I can't, you know, step away, but it's so important to do that. And I used to not do that. I used to work for like 12, 10, 12 hours a day. My husband would come in and be like, so do you plan on eating dinner? And I'm like, just one more email. You know, I just have to respond to this client who messaged me last minute. And I feel like I, if I don't respond right now, then I'm a bad, you know, hypnotherapist, whatever. But I don't answer emails on the weekends anymore. And oh my gosh, it's so awesome. (laughs) Nothing happened. In fact, it's doing better than it's ever done. And I think it was just so many times in life, it's just because I made the decision, which had an energetic flow of Mm -hmm. like, okay, here's what she's decided and the universe has responded. So because I, 
I know, right? Because I made that decision and it's happened so many areas. And I know you guys have so many examples of this as well. We're just making the decision and putting yourself as a priority. What do I need? Here's what it is. I'm declaring it. It's like, it's amazing what happens. And so um, that's one of the things I do that, that allows me to have that time with my family. And then and vice versa, like they're not allowed in this room. Do they still come in? Sure, of course. <laughs> but, but when I'm recording or, you know, when I'm doing sessions or something, you know, they know I'm not going to mess with mom because she's working. Like I might as well be out of the house. And I think that that's so important as well to, because they know the second I leave this room, I'm all theirs, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they have, it's not this bleeding into every area right. of life, which is so easy to do as somebody who's working from home. And mm -hmm. especially now in the pandemic, I'm sure there's a lot of people who have to figure it out now and who have had to figure it out for the last few months. God, how long has it been? What year is it even? <laughs> I, I don't even know. But yeah, I just think that it, it, same thing. It has to, it has to be personal to you and what's important to you, but there's definitely a way. That's just the, the, the thing with boundaries, man. Like, I don't think you can even fathom how good it could be if you don't have boundaries, loving boundaries, you know, not just like strict, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. They need to be loving and just here's what's important to me. Here's how I'm going to take care of myself so that I can be and wear the hats in the best possible way. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think the, the, you know, this pandemic has really been a beautiful opportunity for us to really slow down. Mm -hmm. And what's been really interesting, and I don't know if it's the same for you, but um, my business has really taken off. And I was, you know, petrified at first because. I was like, oh my goodness, people aren't going to come to my retreat. They're not going to come to my mastermind, you know, all of this stuff. But the, the quicker you adapt, the quicker that you can really serve at a greater capacity and show up when people really need it, um, you're really stepping again into your power. But the other side of that is it's allowed me to really slow down and spend more time with my daughter and spend more time with my husband. And just as you're speaking about, it's like, the moment that you take a step back and kind of give your business, give your life the opportunity to breathe and feel that pranic energy just rise, it's so beautiful to see things really come to fruition without the force. You know, I used to be like in that masculine, masculine type A energy, right? That I was told was necessary in order to be successful. I had to rework those beliefs backwards and forwards to to really believe something new again, that this wasn't required. And by doing that, it was, it felt a little contradictory at first and it felt a little out of balance, but in the end, it was another way that I've been, you know, really ripped open and, and shown that it actually is true. And one of my mentors said, you know, when you slow down, you actually speed up and I, it cannot be more true. I think the moment that we w take a walk in nature or allow ourselves to really breathe or really settle in with a good book, even that's not about learning, you know, mm -hmm. taking those moments for ourselves, like you said, Lindsay, about really just kind of giving ourselves that, that positive self-love and positive boundaries. Um, it really can be providing with us with so many benefits. Yeah. I love that you said slowing down is actually speeding up. I love, like, I just thought of this, but this is how I'm going to look at it from now on. Cause it's brilliant. Okay. So let <laughs> the end of my day, I leave my office. I close my door. My shift ends. The universe's shift begins. 
Ooh, nice. love it. Right? Like that's, I can't not think of it any other way. I can't think of it any other way now. Cause that's exactly what happens. You know, mm-hmm. I take a breather. I give myself permission to freaking chill out and mm-hmm. do what I like to do. And every time I come back, it's amazing. It's like, oh my gosh, look at all the magic that happened while I was like taking time for myself. Mm-hmm. What a concept. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my shift ends, the universe begins. Boom. There's Ooh. a declaration for you. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> such good stuff I have a couple interesting perspectives on balance that are coming to me as we're talking about this because I feel like if you want to feel more balance in your life then your calendar and your agenda and the way you delegate your time has to directly reflect your values right so if you say that you value family but you're actually not spending any time with your family then you're going to feel like you're out of balance if you say that you value downtime and yet you're never resting, then you're going to feel out of balance. So it's like, does my calendar match my values in life? Like how much time am, am I giving to all these different things? And then to take it a step further, like instead of aiming for balance, because it's so hard to achieve, like what if we aimed for harmony? So for example, let's say people always give the example, oh, I'm trying to balance work and play. Well, it's like, what if your work was your play? And then you didn't have to balance and you just harmonize the two, then you would always be working and always be playing when you're doing the other. So you don't have to spend time doing this one and time doing that one. Everything is so much more efficient and harmonized because it's one and the same. So getting creative in your life, like where can I combine all these different elements that I'm trying to balance to harmonize them so that I don't have to juggle so many balls and I can just be living in my best life. I think that's such a a better way to put it to the harmony of life versus the balance of life. Because I think the moment that you're trying to be balanced, it feels like a fight, right? You can even feel the energy around just saying that it just feels conflicting because it's like, oh, but I'm not doing this. And then I'm not doing that. It's just, you're, you're constantly taking, um, you know, inventory of what you're doing wrong, you know? And so the harmony of things brings such a beautiful light energy around it. And you're not forcing things at all, knowing that life will be like, I did a post today about a wave. Like you can't, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf them. You know what I mean? And so that harmony of really being embracing life, the good and the bad, and knowing that you're going to get both, but the harmony of how you, you know, really integrate it all into your life and your practice and with your clients and with your partner or whatever it is, you know, how can you, how can you integrate that, that beautiful loving energy as a part of all of it? Yeah. I like that too. Cause balance also to me f- makes me feel like I have to have equal parts of everything. And that's not true. You just don't, <laughs> you don't have to have right. 50% work, 50% yeah. mom time. Like, in fact, it probably shouldn't be 50, 50 <laughs> like that. So I do like, I, I love that harmony aspect. Like yeah. Who doesn't want that? Like, I, I don't necessarily attract balance because it is such a heavy, you, you're right. It's a heavy word. Harmony is just like harmony. Like, I don't know. <laughs> who's seen it's troll? More, you've seen the trolls movie, right, Emily? Cause you got a two year old. No. You haven't. Oh my God. <laughs> Girl, there's a point where they, they all sing harmony and they're like harmony, harmony, harmony. And every time I hear it like that, I, I sing it in my head. But you're right. It does. It's just, it's just a flow of different energies harmonizing and resonating together. Oh, beautiful. Mm. Love it. I just love like it. our energy together and everyone's It energy totally is. is. <laughs> oh my God. 
You're right. All of our beneficial perspectives coming together Mm. to help everyone. And I just, I love podcasting, especially with three people, because whoever's listening is going to be like, oh, that part was so good. Or, oh, the way that she said it resonated even more with me. Or, oh, Mm -hmm. I never thought about it this way. And it's just like, it's so healing and cool and fun and communicative. I just love it. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It's been so nice just chatting with you and sharing your energy and I'm sure that your community is just as vibrant as you. So thank you so much for listening if you're out there. Yeah. Thanks for being on and let everyone know where they can learn more about you. You know, um, for your, for listeners, I'd love to offer you guys a free um, clarity session. So what that means is that it really will dive a little bit deep into your, um, into your subconscious and your, your self-trust and decide what you really want to do. Like, what is your legacy that you want to leave on this life? So it's a really, it's like a 30 minute call that I get to know you, your story and like help you direct the ship. I'll give you a couple of takeaways, um, with no obligation. So it's just to understand who you are and where you want to be and where you want to point your ship. So, um, you can find me on Instagram at it's Emily Thomas. That's my handle is at symbol and then I-T-S Emily Thomas, E-M-I-L-Y-T-H-O-M-A-S or on my website at um, emilyktomas.com. I love it. I want one of those calls just because I feel like I'm talking to an angel. Oh my God. Her voice is so soothing. I'm just like, oh, I just want to hang out with you forever. Thank you so much for spending time with us and talking about, oh my God, what a good conversation we just had. Like we've been I love this years, episode. Honestly. I know. It really does feel like that. Um, it's just, it's such just beautiful topics and, conver- you know, perspectives and all that. Like you can't, you can't not feel like we've known each other forever. And I mm-hmm. hope our listeners feel like we are like soul sisters because- I feel like that <laughs> with I do everyone too. that listens to us. I'm like, oh my God, you get me? Really? <laughs> I love wow, it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, shall we go to Patreon, Kelsey? Yeah, we're going to shift gears and head over to the Patreon. I shouldn't really say shift gears. Really, we're just going to continue being awesome over there. We're going to continue. And <laughs> we, we do let loose a little bit more on the Patreon, I think. Yeah. A little more casual. Yeah. So the Patreon is where we do extended episodes. So we're going to go extend this episode right now. So if you want to go check it out, go to patreon.com slash high vibe. The link is always in the description. You can join whenever. It helps to support the show every month and also you get a bunch of extra goodies so come join us on patreon also i'm gonna link to my radical self-love retreat that's coming up in the show notes because there's only four spots left and it's gonna be awesome so go to that link to learn more about that Lindsay, do you have any announcements before we wrap it up i uh i have um 2021 spots still open i got march now april's open so if you want if you want to wait a few months you have full access to my digital download library Um, There's a few perks for being on the wait list. So yeah, you can find me on my website. Let me know. Yeah, reach out to us. Reach out to Emily, Lindsay, me. Um, Mm -hmm. We're all here to help you and support you, especially outside of the show. That's where we can really like work with you on a one-on-one level. So um, check out all that stuff. We love you guys. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash highvibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you, and we're always hanging out in there, so we hope to see you inside.
Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.